And this episode of the Yalabad podcast is brought to you by Utrip. Harish, what do you know about Utrip? So before I answer, basically now, you know, everyone is buying shit online, right? And you often buy it from websites that are not Singaporean. And, you know, you have to deal with multiple currencies and all that. So Utrip, right, is actually this pretty cool multi-currency mobile wallet. And you can link it with a credit card. Basically, it allows you to pay in up to 150 currencies with no transaction fees. Because, you know, whenever you pay in a different currency, you know at the back of your head that somewhere a few percentage points of, of what you're paying is going to some company, right? But Utrip cuts that shit out, man. So what have you been buying that requires you to go to overseas websites? I mean, like, I just moved into a new place. So I've been buying a bunch of furniture from uh, websites uh, like Taobao. So when I heard of Utrip, I'm like, oh shit, this could have saved me money like a month ago or two months ago if I knew about it. And yeah, I'm going to give this Utrip a shot, man. And right now, they're having a promo just for you, Yalabad listeners. What is that promo, Terrence? Well, from the 1st to the 27th of June, there's a sign-up promo where new users who sign up for Utrip can get $15 off their next Taobao purchase if they use the promo code YLB15. That's Yalabad15. Yeah. And if you're already an existing Utrip user, if you're one of the first thousand users to visit the campaign site that we'll put in the description. Go and check it out now to find out what promos are available for you. And now, on to the podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. We are hot off the back of the speech by our dear leader, Mr. PM Lee. Yeah, it was the COVID rally speech. Huh? The COVID rally, man. 31st yeah. May, 4 p.m. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so do you do you think it worked out for you? Okay, first of all, what what were you expecting? Oh wait, first of all, uh, welcome to Yalabad. This is a thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest and most buzzworthy news with a touch of what, Terence? Touch of humor, but um, touch of yeah. humor. The the since since it's so fresh, uh, we haven't really processed it yet. But generally, what do you think of what Lee Sien Long said? Uh? I mean, going into it, I was I was. First thought was that, okay, there's going to be some big announcement. But then mm. the fact that there was a Straight Times article early this morning that kind of preempted everyone, I realized, okay, it can't be that big an announcement because normally big announcements would have a shorter lead up time. Yeah, um, yeah. I did fear that there would be some extension. It felt mm. like, okay, it's going to be for the long term, we are good, but we just need to put in a bit more and it's going to be extended a bit mm. more. Mm. So by the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, that's a that's a nice message, I guess. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, like encouraging is like you're at mile 20 like kilometer 35 really and just seven more kilometers to go to yeah. complete the marathon la. this is the 100 plus stop you know on during the race la, the right? 100 plus stop correct correct the yeah, long yeah. the longest one before the last the last piano <laughs> yeah yeah no no but right. be- because last friday i think lawrence wong came out and said that we're doing okay and and they don't think that uh you know that we, we, we need to tighten anything further so I, I was mm. really like, oh, okay, la, I think this is just one of those, hey guys, checking in, how are you? You know, we're doing good, that kind of thing. La. I see. So you, you, you had that expectation. La. So by the end, you were, you were like, oh, okay, that was what I was expecting. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Only the, the, the big bomb is just the, that they're going to vaccinate. Uh, they're, they're skipping all the under 40s, all the, yeah, so, the young adults, which I'm very proud to be, to be part of, the group. <laughs> Uh, yeah. They're skipping us and they're going straight to vaccinate the the students first, and then after the young adults. Uh. Yeah, we are we are the last la. We are the yeah. last in line. <laughs> <We're> the last. <laughs> Me and all the other eighteen year old, the other eighteen year old. Yeah. Kids, uh, yeah, it's it's like we've been queuing up for fucking long already. Then these young punks 
Come sorry, in like sorry, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> just got you. Yeah, sorry. But taking I, A level, taking O level, very important. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But I see it as we are the most, the hardiest of the all the generations. Uh, you know, PM Lee is like yeah. your bros and sisters. You know, I know you guys can can tahan for a bit more. So mm. so let the let the younger kids go first, lah. You know. So it's almost like our, yeah. you know, in the in the war movies and all, like the movies where there's a disaster coming, yeah. and we just let the future generations go because we can toughen it out, man. That's optimistic, lah. I was thinking more like we are the dispensable generation, the sandwich, <laughs> the sandwich generation, <laughs> uh, basically. You know, we everything. Yet another well. example. Yeah. Y- y- yet another example of glass is half full versus glass is half empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your glass <laughs> is overflowing with optimism. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is just um, okay, noted. But about uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it, uh, sorry, what do you say? No, 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 like why you say sandwich generation? Like oh, because we are just sandwiched between the boomers, the elderly the, who yeah, the boomers mm, who basically mm. you know were you know got got a lot of the entitlements of of in life like, right, and then they fuck the earth over and everything, and then the young people who you know grew up in an era where. Technology is at their fingertips and everything lah. We're mm. the in betweens. We're the in betweens. You know. I guess yeah. I mean the like we are the ones who transition from the analog to digital like, almost before smartphones. Correct. Um, there were yeah the elderly generation like spend most of their time without smartphones. The generation below us spend most of their time with smartphones lah. Yeah. We are the the bunch who I would I would say has the have the have the widest experience lah. You know, mm. we're, we're the wisest. We're the wisest, or at least. It's nice to think that we are. La. No, because we've seen how the boomers, the, and they, we've heard about how boomers grew up in Singapore. Exactly. Uh, you know, owning a flat and, and, and things like that that, every, that they took for granted. But we yeah. also, but we see the the future Singapore that is being built for everyone, you know, MBS, the the, the F1 night racers and stuff like that. And uh, we're sort of caught in between, la, right? We're like, we're like the guy from Thor, la, Thor you, know, you know, the guy who guards the gates, who knows all of that. Yeah. What's the planet that Thor is from? I don't know uh, the Rainbow Place, all right. Yeah, the Rainbow Place. I'm sure he would like he would Asgard, like his home being called a Rainbow Ah, Asgard. Fucking Rainbow Place. Rainbow Place. Yeah. Thor from the Rainbow Place. Yes, we are the guardians of the Rainbow Place. Yeah. We've seen everything. Yeah, we we've we are seen seeing everything. But but the topic for today is uh the first topic is uh it is COVID related. Mm, right. Mm, it is somewhat. it is in some way related to the long-term plans that uh, our dear PM spoke of. Yes. And what is it, Terence? It is a... There was a commentary art, uh, commentary po- uh, on, I think, Channel News Asia, right? Mm. About whether F1 race should uh, be held this year in Singapore in 2021. Mm. And they mm. laid out uh, quite a few of the pros and cons of having the race this year in Singapore. Uh, and also examine the results of the race in the you know what fourteen years that it's been here is it fourteen years or something? Uh since two thousand and seven. Yeah, so it is since two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, fourteen years. Yeah. Are correct, correct. So yeah. uh, yeah, I mean it's a big discussion now uh, whether we should continue having the F one race in Singapore because I mean in the US you are starting to see big sporting events um, happen again. You know, big crowds gathering at stadiums and everything. Uh, the rest mm-hmm. of the world seems to be moving onwards with herd immunity and vaccination. Uh, so, but over here, you know, we're just coming. We're, we're just halfway through our second so-called semi-lockdown, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what what, what do you think of when uh, when you first saw this article? Um, I thought 
like first of all it blew my mind that it's been in Singapore for 14 years already yeah uh, because yeah. I think the original thing was a 5 year contract then it was extended for another 5 years and then extended yeah. for another 5 years like right mm-hmm. and I do know I do recall over the past few years um, um, more and more angst towards F1 or more and more questioning of F1 so mm. the article didn't really surprise me okay. given that sentiment and given the current situation with all the talk around the Tokyo Olympics and all that stuff mm, correct yep yeah so so, but I mean with regards to what was being discussed but actually, one I thing I'll ask you something about why, yeah. how, why uh, it doesn't surprise you in the sense that you were expecting it already or, or what? I mean, because this is the final year, I believe, uh, of the, of this five-year, the current five-year contract. Mm. Right? So yeah. it's natural that whenever you are coming to the end of a lease or a term, um, it would be time to review and reconsider. But was this in your, like your day-to-day, were you even thinking about this kind of thing? F one, yeah, bro, it's on my calendar, bro. No lah, <laughs> no, no, no. So, because I, I noticed you like to ask a lot of people. Anytime you talk to people and ask things, you like to ask, mm. "Does this surprise you? Does this surprise you?" And 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 yeah, um, yeah. I'm just wondering why you're always asking whether something surprises. Is this because it sounds like you're talking as if you are very prescient and you're always thinking about all these topics, like You know, <laughs> whereas to me, the publication of the article surprised me, like, Yeah, because. It was, uh, you know, um, I mean, it hasn't been on my radar. So obviously, I was mm. surprised by it, like, right? That we are even still thinking about it. But uh, why, why, why I'm not surprised is that I mean, if it is the end of the five year term, naturally, and it has been something that has been questioned over the past few years, even when it wasn't near the end of the term. So yeah. now, more than ever, it is time to question it, like, Especially with COVID as well. Even yeah. without COVID, I'm sure this article would have been published. Yeah, yeah but I'm now just asking. Just, yeah. how is it was it on your mind or something? That's why you're not surprised by it at all. Oh no. I mean uh, it's not it's not something I think about day to day. Okay, okay, okay. So you weren't expecting yeah. this article either, la. I mean not today, la. Not okay, say I was okay, like okay. two months ago, I was like, you know what? On thirty first May, I think okay. I think like there would be an article of okay. questioning the the need for Singapore to host the F one Grand Prix. La. Yeah, okay, okay. No, yeah. Yeah, I, I just I'm just saying that the question does it surprise you? Um, uh, it's a bit more nuanced than that, lah, right? Cause, cause oh, so you think I'm virtue signaling again? Uh? Uh, if people are surprised, I'm like, you dumb fuck. You know, we yeah, it's a bit unf- No, it, I just think the question is a bit unfair if you come, if you read up about something already, then you ask someone, does it surprise you? You know, that kind of thing, lah. No, so like, so, like say for example, you know, the the article, the other commentary we talked about, mm. people calling for a circuit breaker, that article surprised me. Even after all the reading up and all, I was like, oh shit. I didn't know that that people were thinking that even the retailers and F&B outlets were thinking that way, lah. Okay, so you yeah, got so uh, basically you got uh, your pulse on, on, uh, on the, on the what everyone is is feeling right now, lah. Uh no. Yeah, and how, what what, what makes pulse. you say that? What makes you say that? <laughs> <laughs> no la, no, I just being. It's I just, just amongst just different on, things, lah. I'm just hopping on because I very no. I very I try to understand why you always ask. One of one of the first things you at least in podcasts and everything, when you yeah. always ask people, are you surprised by this? Are you surprised by this? Because it puts people in a very uh like defensive position, uh, you know. The immediate things really? like, do I am I an idiot to not be surprised by this? That kind of thing, uh. uh so do you feel that when I ask you that? You didn't ask me that about this F one thing, but you just immediately uh. the first thing I asked you what do you think? You said I'm not surprised. 
like you know I knew this shit was gonna happen already, bitches. You know that kind of thing, lah. So no lah. <laughs> then I think then I think you are you are digging too deep into my 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 psyche or my motivation for saying that, lah. Oh, okay, because okay. sometimes sometimes certain articles like that example I gave, which was also a commentary piece. Yeah. Um. Even the the trace thing, the fact that it was a fine, I was surprised by that. Uh-huh. But this one, I mean, there there been so many things, and and also previous episodes we have almost spoken about whether the Olympics should be cancelled. The World Economic Forum in Singapore just got cancelled, mm. right? Uh, and I think a bunch of other events. Mm. So so yeah, I mean, it's been in the news, uh, over and over again. So that is the context of my saying that, Terence. Okay, okay. I does just, that satisfy? I just be, I just does that sensitive. satisfy your query? Or not? You're being too sensitive, lah. For, for, oh, I'm being too sensitive. No, I'm, I'm being too sensitive. Ah, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I'm being too sensitive ah. on behalf of all the people who who received that question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe our listeners really, whenever I say that in the past, they're like, ah, fuck this. They're cringing, they're cringing. Coming, yeah, <laughs> come, yeah, that's why they cringe. <laughs> they cringe. They're like, oh yeah. my God, Terrence, please say something. Please say something. But, and now but, they're all rejoicing. I, I just point out to you. I'm just pointing <laughs> out. Because I'm surprised by just that this is even a topic of discussion now. Like, that's, that's what I'm surprised by. Oh, like, so you mean for you, this is why are we still even discussing this? Yeah, to me, it was like, oh, it's definitely not happening a hundred percent, You know, so so mm. it's like, so I'm surprised by that that aspect of it, la. Yeah, just to oh, clarify. Oh, that, that means that means you're saying that like for you, <laughs> yeah, the fact that even like because there's been no formal announcement that is cancelled, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Ah, the fact that's okay. even somewhat on like they're even having to to justify anything. It's like whoa, uh, I had no clue that this was still they were still even contemplating it, lah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, in some way, if you look at the context of what PM Lee just said in his speech, where he did literally say, right, we need to be prepared for outbreaks to happen in future as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it yeah. will be it will move from being a pandemic to being endemic. Maybe mm. that is the stance for events like this, like, You know, like everything will go on, but it'll just be in a different shape or form, mm. So you, as in, so well, do you think something like F one could could go on, could still I, go on? I think it could only because I know the Champions League final just happened this past week, right? Um, yes. And from my layman understanding of F one, okay, of course there's a whole bunch of activities in Singapore that happen with the concerts and all that, but I think that was always like different from how other F1 races are done and most of the advertising always came from the streaming of the actual race yeah. uh, with people watching it and the advertising. So so more so than other sports, I thought F1, okay, maybe there's some potential to do it in a way that is uh, more interesting. Mm. You, mean, yeah. you mean still to, to, I mean, to not have concerts and, and not have all that stuff alongside it? Okay, I lost you, Terence. No, as in, do you mean um, do you mean to not have uh, any any concerts or anything on the on the site? Um, I mean, still could have certain on the ground activities, but with like uh, really thorough testing la. Like if you buy tickets, maybe you have to be tested multiple times. Like how mm. like how the I think the British Music Awards was done, or mm. how certain concerts are being done in the US because. The good thing is it's happening in September and yeah. like Singapore's testing at least seems to be quite quite robust, smooth, right? getting yeah. momentum, yeah, quite robust. So maybe if you buy a ticket, you get some incentives or some shit like and maybe you get a free hotel stay so you quarantine and it's a whole fucking month long. You wanna go F one? Yeah. Okay, book out your September. That's you know, it's true. no longer a three day thing. 
And, and just off the back of what Lee Hsien Loong just announced as well, that there are even going to be DIY kits for you to test. Yeah, like test you can buy COVID from the pharmacy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like pregnancy well, kit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Positive or not. Um, yeah. But uh, but the, the thing about F1 is that... Um, yeah, you, you, you brought up an interesting point was that Singapore actually, and I, and I totally forgot this, although I, I think I, I knew about it last time, but I forgot, was that Singapore was the first country hosting F1 to really do this whole three-day concerts plus mm. funfair, bazaar, all that kind of nonsense around the, the race in the middle of the yeah. city as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I actually, in some ways, Singapore is was an innovator in that space. And... and um, I don't know, like taking away all the concerts and all those things that happen in the periphery of the race feels like, then, then it doesn't really feel like F1 in Singapore to me. Uh. Mm, right. But if you think about it, the people who watch it from abroad, um, mm. I think I still think the numbers go into the hundreds of millions who watch it from abroad. Yeah. They don't really see the concerts or anything. Like, it is more about the spectacle of a mm. nighttime city race, right? Correct, correct. Um, it is. I, do, I do know, and this is what I've heard informally or anecdotally, that a l- the, the biggest thing about F1 is that it forces like, or it, it makes it easy for companies to fly in their top executives into a single location mm. after which a lot of business deals are done. Yeah, yeah You know, correct. because if you think about it, it is quite a big thing to send your C-level executive, like for, fly them first class to Singapore, stay in mm. the top hotels and have all these business discussions. Like, so that yeah. that will be lacking. Like. Yeah. So I, I think the, the commentary is quite interesting in the sense it goes into the numbers of like how many business deals are concluded versus how much it actually cost the Singapore government to bring F1 in and everything. Um, mm. and, and and given your, your ex-employer, SIA, was a sponsor. Uh, yeah. It is the sponsor. And SIA kind of is bleeding money now, right? Yeah. Um, do you think it's still apt? Do you think it's still a... How, what kind of signal does it send, basically? If you're still hosting F1 that is about... Uh, I mean, primarily about rich people having parties and having fun and all that and, and watching a race that isn't... Uh, there isn't that I'm watching a sport that isn't even at the form forefront of people's minds. Uh. Yeah, that's why. I mean, ultimately, if you talk about any sport, F1 is probably the one that is the most elitist, right? Yeah. The most exclusive, the yeah. most capital inten- intensive, and I think that's why there was this sentiment that was harboring in Singapore. Like, like when F1 comes, like a lot of people's transports and plans for those weekend, if they're yeah. not going to F1, is jeopardized, yeah. And it felt like. I mean, even I felt it. I'm like, fuck lah. This, mm. this thing, okay, you go once, is nice. But after a while, it just becomes like a party for the rich when everyone else is is just inconvenience to, Yeah, We're all just trying to get through life. And then suddenly you realise, oh, the, your bus service is no longer working because it's yeah. cut, through, cut through town and all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's fucking annoying. And then like, I mean, there's so many instances in the, in the past when I take a bus and then I find out when I'm on the bus that, oh shit, it's not going to stop. Then the next stop is like 20 minutes down. Then mm. to get, you can't just go across the road and take the bus back because uh, the roads are all a clusterfuck of things. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people have been feeling that. And yeah. I think the biggest point from the article which I didn't think about is that the author talked about how when we first got it in 2007, the world was a very different place. Mm. Singapore's relevance in pop culture and the world was also very different back then. Mm. You know, um, and at that point in time, it maybe had a lot of intangible benefits to be the first night race mm. um, and put Singapore on the map in a certain way. Like, whereas yeah. now, I would think Singapore is more culturally relevant than ever before. You know, we are mm. the... We're Crazy still seen rich as Asians. A, 
Yeah, fuck that movie. Uh, crazy, uh, crazy Rich Asians. Plus the fact that we have done relatively well for COVID maintenance. And there's already a lot of reasons why people would want to come to Singapore. Uh, mm-hmm. You know? Um, okay. and, and that's why like when, when the... I think if you think about it that way, then maybe it is time to put those those funds because we still pay, I think, 135 million a year mm. to host the event. Yep. That's just the licensing to F1. Correct. Right? Yep. The the numbers of attendees and all are going down. So maybe it's time to invest in another in another event of some sort that the world is watching. Mm, I, I, I mean, um, that's true. But I remember very fondly in 2008, I was living in New York and... Uh, I was like dragging my roommates, American roommates to uh, my American and, and Hong Konger roommates la, to uh, mm. to watch the race on TV with me. And they, they, mm. they actually sat down and they agreed to uh, sat down and watch the race and everything. And they were thoroughly impressed by uh, the whole setup, la, basically. To me, it was just basically like it's, it's almost like you move NDP to, to, the, to the Marina Bay area already. La. Essentially, mm. you know, fireworks and big lights and everything. Uh, but yeah, the fact that there was still a, a world-class, you know, sporting event being held yeah. in the middle of the city was pretty freaking impressive to, to anybody. La. And, and I think... Um, so do you feel very proud as you were sitting with your non-Singaporean friends? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels proud to... to, to uh, yeah, when you're, over, when you're overseas and everything. La. And then people are saying, oh shit, you, this is your city. And then and, and like, oh, it looks awesome. And maybe next time I should visit if you're, the back, if you're there and things like that. So so mm. it's, it, that's that's a cool part about it, uh, I think. Uh, but but yeah, I mean there is the there is the truth that Singapore has sort of uh, catapulted into relevance in the last few years already, uh, right? And, yeah. And whether having this this very rather um, very niche um, sporting event does it really bring them many more eyeballs to us? Uh? but but my my fear is that um because something like the the F one right. Uh, yeah. part of the reason why people even give a shit about it is because of Singapore's probably the only place in the world where you can literally shut down the city to to host a sporting event like, you know what I mean mm-hmm. whereas like in a lot of other countries because they're bigger because they've got space all that even like uh, the, 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 the US Open for example they say oh New York City blah, blah. but actually the US Open the tennis event is not in the middle of New York City it's like you gotta take a fucking train for like an hour or something oh, is like it? that yeah. <laughs> really, to get yeah? to Queens <laughs> to get to Queens where you can get very exotic Chinese food and then after that there's a stadium there la. there's a few stadiums there la. Ah. so and it's all the same for all these sporting events They're like, they're, the stadiums are all situated like as far as how uh, an airport la, would be so, mm. so it's not they, there isn't that whole like you're in the middle of the city you're partying and then you go to a sporting event and that I felt was like so unique to to this F one race law. So 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 if Singapore decides to cut that, right, I think not just for 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 the racing motorsport, but for all kinds of sports and all that as well, right? That um you lose that spectacle. Uh. And the only comparison I would say maybe is like Madison Square Garden, where you could watch the New York Knicks versus Michael Jordan back in the day, and then you walk out and then you're in the middle of New York City, like right? Mm. Yeah, so so, th- th- in that sense, it was it was very unique, la, The the Singapore race and and the fact that we shut down the city, we close off a lot of lanes and and there are roads that everyone recognizes because we we do we do pass by all these roads when we drive or commute to work and things like that, la, Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there is that element that will be lost, la. Um, but what about Monaco? Mon- Monaco? 
How does that? But what, it's during the day, la. Monaco is during the the, the day, so so uh-huh. logistically, I think it is a simpler, a simpler thing. Where Singapore one, they really have to light up the whole city at night, in order to make it safe, la, Right. So so mm-hmm. it's, it's something that I think is very unique. Uh, Mon- yeah, yeah. I mean, good point. Monaco also there's the street race there, um, and and there's a very big history of the street races and all, uh, but, but I'm also not a very big um, F1 fan, so. I also hear a lot of uh, F one fans. They always say Singapore is very boring as a race destination, because yeah. um because it's very hard to overtake, um, and 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 one you make one mistake, then most likely you crash or something bad will happen to you already lah. Yeah. So so it's just one of those things that um as as a sporting as a sporting event, it's not it's not fantastic lah. They say. So and I mean, but as a as a spectator like, as a spectator like, mm. because they're not they can't speak from the position of a driver like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. As a spectator, it's not so fun like. like there's very few. There's very little overtaking. Uh, it's not as competitive as some other locations and all like. Yeah. I guess I guess if you think about it like I mean the the F one didn't happen last year right? No, it didn't. But yeah. did anybody give a fuck that it didn't happen? <laughs> um. Because okay, let's yeah. say let's say yeah. the weight the weight of say the Olympics being cancelled or Euro yeah. or Champions League or Premier yeah. League. You know when when Premier League was put on hold, right? You could feel the pain. You know yeah, yeah, when correct. NBA was put on hold, you could feel the pain. But F one, right? It fucking doesn't even register to me that it didn't happen last year. That's true. It didn't. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even. You don't even read that much about it, lah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it, probably yeah. there was some announcement that it got cancelled, and no, no one gave a shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so in some way, in some way, that's where maybe maybe it was also um, a good barometer for how much people care, la. mm, uh, mm, right? Correct. Actually, yeah, actually, maybe yeah. that's true. Uh, that they like that for for all the numbers that are thrown around about business deals and number of people flying in and all that. At the end of the day, like, yeah, like, the the kind of publicity it really gets is just a drop in the ocean, uh, right? Yeah, and if you think about it, like if. Previously, business deals were predicated on the fact of people having face-to-face interactions, right? The whole world has found some way to potentially make those business deals remote, la, right? Mm. Um, maybe if they want to offer ultra first-class face-to-face thing where they are like like sprayed on with disinfectant throughout the entire journey to Singapore, like, you know, the Changi, the Changi Airport, they had that one uh, room where even the documents were, were sterilized with yeah. UV light as they passed and all. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, there was other laps at Changi Airport, la, So, so <laughs> maybe not the best example. Can't, can't rely on that. Yeah, but then also, if you think about it, like let's say, I would assume that a lot of the cost for the Singapore Night Race was also yeah, sh- uh, erecting all these these uh, uh, seats for the attendees. You know, mm. the clearing the parks for for the concerts. So maybe if there's a maybe it's a way to rejuvenate how F1 is potentially filmed, la, because. I think I saw people also suggesting that, you know, if we're talking about racing around the city, the first person drones are actually fucking mm. amazing, la, you yeah. know? So so and and for anyone listening who might not be aware of first person drones, it's literally uh the F- FPV or something where mm. the the, the controller view, wears right. yeah. first person view. The controller wears a visor that uh is the PO the point of view of the drone la, and as the mm. drone flies at Fucking fast, like 70, 80 kilometers an hour. I think yeah. they are literally controlling it just be just standing in one spot. La. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you could merge that with F1 in a city, mm. holy mother fuck, that yeah. would be awesome. No, that'd be that'd be interesting. La. But of course, like you cannot underestimate people's love for 
big cars and loud engines and things like that. La. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but but I know a lot of like huge car enthusiasts who will never, you know, to them like, you know, uh, like like burning petrol, burning fossil fuels. And everything. Oh, I want them steam. Uh, they steam. Yeah, uh, they, really like, <laughs> when they go fill up whoa, petrol, they're like, whoa, the sound of <laughs> The sound of the engine, everything, whoa, it's really like, like, like the gonads are rubbing together and everything. When <laughs> you know, okay, I I I I say in jest, but yeah, there are people who are huge, uh, motorsports. Not 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 just motorsports, but car enthusiasts as well, like, Right, mm, and they don't mm. see car, cars as just merely as a way of commuting. They see them as a a way of life. Uh, yeah, a, a way of getting away, almost like getting away from your parents and everything, lah. Uh, mm. I know, I know. In in the US, it, it definitely is the case, like When you get your first your driver's license or your car, it opens up a lot of uh, doors for you for traveling. Or in Singapore, mm. it's 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 almost seen as a like a status marker, like, Right? Yeah, like how well yeah, you're doing in exactly. life, whether you can afford a car, and COE and all that nonsense. So mm. so so, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it's a to us we don't we don't feel the pinch and everything, but but to them, it's a bigger deal, like, This this whole F one thing, uh. Um, Maybe then they they still have a F one but with Singapore cars ah. because because true. there was every F one there's also this race if you have ever been on the walkabout there'll be this one segment where like the Singapore Ferrari owners or something yeah, to yeah, raise yeah. funds for charity they would pay like fifty thousand bucks to get to do one circ- lap around the circuit mm, 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 correct, which I correct. thought was a cool initiative assuming all the money really goes to and to charity no I don't think it's just um just doing laps around the circuit but like. Actually, the last F1 I went, I can't remember, but the last F1 I went, I went before the actual race. There was a race uh, via, but there was a race that was only for Porsche uh, cars. Porsche, mm. Porsche, Porsche cars. La. And um, mm. uh, there were Singaporean cars. There were Singaporean drivers as well. And then like, yeah. one of them was like leading throughout the whole thing. Then suddenly his Porsche caught fire. Uh, oh, really? It was, yeah, it happened like not too far from where I was. It just stopped and caught fire. And then, I don't know whether it was just the Sheldon Freud or the me just laughing at Porsche right a Porsche driver with his car on fire la. But I really enjoyed that race la. As I felt like I could actually see the cars. They weren't like they were like cars that zipping I zipping by. Yeah, I could, they were they weren't just zipping by in like microseconds. And they were cars that I would see I, you occasionally see on Singapore roads or so la. So so you mm. now you're imagining them as race vehicles and that, I thought that was pretty cool and then the fact that there was Singapore uh brands Singapore companies sponsoring a Singapore driver uh and all that I thought I thought that was yeah that was pretty cool so maybe there can still be race but it doesn't need to be F one race specifically right yeah, yeah. exactly but, so, but then who will go and watch the Porsche race that's the the question so that's it maybe there's there's, there's some way to to kind of rejuvenate the formula the mm. the thing is i like just looking online right now some races i mean some f1 races were cancelled last year because of the pandemic but some still carried on mm-hmm. um but i'm not really sure how they were done they were of course done with uh with a lot of restrictions and and a lot yeah. of um how you say efforts made to the no, I think like, because a lot of them are not like street racers in the city exactly yeah they're yeah. all away from the city they're all in like uh, stadiums or or locations that are very far from the city so you can actually isolate the race itself la. yeah yeah exactly so so i don't know i mean who knows maybe stb and f1 have been working the past year to find 
to fucking launch this new F F one X or something, you know, like uh, this new generation Formula One thing. Yeah. Um, because I think just reading up about say like the Olympics, right? You know, there's so much lobbying for Tokyo to cancel the Olympics, but mm. apparently they can't legally do that without getting the International Olympic Committee on board. Mm. So, so I think the cancelling of F1, it is not just going to be based on pure logic. There will mm. be legal tussles, there will be political tussles. And, and actually now I'm super curious about what the hell is going to happen because normally the ticket sales would go up quite early, right? Early, yeah, yeah way earlier. I mean, by now it probably... Actually, maybe right about now they start selling like, a few months, uh. Yeah. I tell you, maybe PM Lee's message was the precursor where tomorrow F1 sales will go on because he did say, right, you know, the 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 virus will be part of our our yeah. lives. You yeah. know, it will be an endemic. Mm. Um, and then maybe tomorrow he'll be. Uh, and this speech has been sponsored by F1. <laughs> uh, you know, get your F1 masks right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can choose Ferrari. Yeah. You know, like uh, Petronas, Red Bull. Uh, in whatever whatever make of car you want. Uh, they sell they sell Ferrari DIY testing kits uh, for, yeah, like for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> as fast <laughs> the results come as fast as a Ferrari car. Yeah, exactly. Oh allow it. Fucking brandings, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so I mean, broadly speaking, uh, uh. for yourself personally, do uh, do you want to see F one in Singapore continue? No. No. That means no. cancel entirely lah. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I would, I would, of course, I would like it to be replaced by something else, global in nature. Mm. Because I think there is something very magical or special about doing something in the country that is broadcast to the world. Mm. But I feel F one, it's it does it's like. 15 years ago, we are still doing the same thing, and mm. it feels like it needs to evolve. We need to move on to something else, like. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think it should not happen this year because mm. uh, I think the the whole world is still grappling with uh, with with uh, COVID nineteen, and as much as the US and UK seem to be moving on with like sporting events, or I don't think you can say the same of a lot of other countries, lah. Um, mm. And 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 until we've had a really large scale event, uh, international event like the Olympics or or Euro, even the Euros right happen, and then you see how things are handled there. Uh, until that kind of thing happens, I I, I don't think it's um it's it's a wise decision uh, whether politically or, or even just for me- medical medical purposes to suddenly mm. throw open your doors to you know forty thousand tourists from all over the world, all different parts of the world. Because mm. uh, you're you're threatening to to have the medical system overwhelmed, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And then and, and then after that is you you pay the political fee for for something that that uh honest, yeah la, that that it, it almost seems like a, a, a from logical sense logically it, you know how do you justify bringing it in la, at this point? Yeah. But beyond that, do you think the contract should be renewed? Beyond that, uh, this is the last year of the contract, is it? Um, I think it is. is. Uh, I mean, if I there was still one more year or something like that. Yeah, I think maybe that, I think there's one more year. I think. I think if they could do one more year, they should do one more year, lah. Maybe next year. Cause I, or to I, end off, end yeah, off on a sweet note, uh. Yeah. To me, although yeah, lah, you you can look at it as yeah, like, it doesn't provide me, it doesn't provide Singapore that much anymore. But at the same time, you know, we as Singapore, I think our reputation also is of like, um. 
Singapore's reputation is supposed to be you're, you're very steady, you follow the rule of law, when you sign contracts, you adhere to it. And, you know, you got to be steady, lah, right? You know, as whether or not it, su- it su- suits your future vision or things like that. If you said that you have F1 for 15 years, you do your very best to stick to it for 15 years, lah, right? And, and, mm, and but then, to me, that's, then that's like year, very important, lah, yeah. But then last year, it, it didn't happen already? Uh, last year, so, then, yeah, lah, last year, but last year was, was because of COVID, lah. Yeah, lah. Oh, and so this year, saying saying this year, not COVID, but if they could have it one more time, just one last time, as part yeah, of the contract because, or what, yeah. Because then I would say, yeah. yeah. Then I say, do it one more time, just as a final hurrah, so that everyone can get the 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 itch out of the system. They they will go because they know it's the last one already, and it will be a big success. And uh, yeah, Just just also just as Singapore is just stamping its its foot forward and saying, hey, we're, we're hopefully by then we'll be done with COVID and everything, and we're back on the world stage and everything, oh. Mm, it's like it's like before you break up, you just one last night of one passion. Last night, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one last night, just give one it your last all. Big date, yeah, 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 yeah. Try everything you haven't tried up till then. Yeah. Just wham, bam. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's just I, I think it's a it's a then you can say you know Singapore did it for like a full fifteen years, or at least the contract yeah, yeah. ran for full fifteen years, and then yeah then you assess lah. Whereas, um, yeah I mean you, you could say the circumstances don't 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 allow it, SIA all these things, but I'm sure there's a way to find, you know, uh, another big sponsor and things like that as well. Uh. I mean, that's a good point. I guess I guess that is one thing good for F1 compared to Olympics. Like, like Olympics, if they push back to another year, F1 is kind of baked into every year's calendar already. Yeah, like, you know? correct, correct. Whereas Olympics has been, it's like every four years and last year didn't happen. Then if you get pushed back to this year, but this year doesn't happen, then next year, then every other subsequent Olympics that has already been kind of um, uh, won by or like uh, settled on, on a specific country will be there'll be a waterfall effect like, but F1 yeah. is just one more year like. actually yeah. that sounds yeah like next year will be like the the comeback like, you know of yeah. F1 one last night of passion yeah. like. and I'm all that's yeah, what they and can and call it you know passion made possible passion made possible that's like, exactly. fucking passion made possible exactly, man yeah. you had this yeah you had this relationship for 15 years and you know don't don't let it end on a, end on a bad note like, right just by cancelling mm-hmm. everything and then like not 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 if you sign contract already, try and stick to it like, Stick to it as much as you can. Not say oh you know economic economy change and things like that. Because I mean that shit has happened to us, right? Where, mm. where where you know big companies sign contract with us, they say oh you know economic conditions change and all that, and then after that they just disappear. And I, I think that's really unethical in some ways la. But I digress. But my point is like mm. Singapore, we can do it la. And and if we're gonna do it one more time, we make it the best one, no? You know. So so that means you're 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 saying that going forward past this contract you don't see its relevance anymore. Uh, but rather Correct, than yeah. just end it this year yeah. and say, Okay, you know what, the the that the time is up and all that, yeah. uh find some way to do it next year, if not next year, the following year. No, uh, yeah, and I, I, I say it's irre- irrelevant because I think there's another approach that we can do rather than look to hold a huge marquee sporting event in Singapore to get Singapore's name out there. I think what mm. we should, I would rather that we do, is we lobby to get our to get sporting franchises set up in in certain in certain international leagues and things like that lah. Mm. So you know how like 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 the NBA has like the Toronto Raptors right, like the lone Canadian team playing for the NBA. Mm. Well, imagine if the the Singapore Slingers was playing the NBA or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and and like it's owned by uh, by by very rich. 
people. Uh. It's not it's not owned by it's not owned by Singapore government or anything like that. As in, mm. my thought is to, I think if we you want to get the Singapore name out there, it needs we need to be playing alongside these uh, bigger franchises and learning from them and and how to do and and how to do business that way lah. Cause cause I mean mm. the one one thing that happened this year that that really made me re-examine what it means to, you know, uh, have support uh, to have a team or a franchise or what was the whole European Super League nonsense. I remember. Mm. Where they could arbitrarily say, "Oh, we're going to set up this European Super League, and it's this group of people, this bunch of people, and all that, lah, right?" Yeah, and and it made me think a lot about the concept of a sports franchise versus a a, a local team and everything. And then in Singapore, we always say, uh, "We don't have enough people to, you know, for Bishan to be for for Bishan residents to support Bishan and all that kind of thing." So, but 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 if there was like a Singapore team playing elsewhere, like how Singapore used to play the Malaysia Cup and all that, right? Then the mm. whole country rallies to support that place, and then, and you know, visitors also come to watch matches here and things like that, lah, Right? Maybe not as many as a as one F one event, but but there are still visitors, lah, Right? Mm. So 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 it could. I mean, it might not be. I mean, maybe Singapore and the NBA. That's a long shot. But let's say Singapore joining, you know, uh, some China basketball league or something like that, lah. Uh, mm. I think that that could be an interesting uh, experiment. Huh? I mean, yeah, lah, Basically, what you're saying is that we shouldn't just close out the the vacuum that F1 will f- uh will leave but mm-hmm. uh fill it up with something else like and I'm I'm mm-hmm. totally on the same page as 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 that yeah fill um, it up with something else but much smaller scale much smaller scale uh. not 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 like a one off huge event uh, a year that kind of thing uh. I mean even if you think about like uh, you know now like there's so much animosity between cyclists and and motorists on the road right yeah. like you know like the Tour de France has a certain charm to it, right? Like, mm. you know, you go in the countryside, you yeah. even certain rally races that go into the countryside where people can just step out their doors and yeah, have yeah. something like world-class. I think the Singapore Marathon has kind of lost its steam a bit, but feels mm. like that sort of race that really goes into more of Singapore, yeah. that would be fucking fucking cool, like, especially if everyone is still, you know, like working from home and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that yeah. feels like that sort of event could be cool. Like, like you know, mm. the Tour de... Tour de France franchise to to Singapore or something where Tour, tour de Chuachukang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it can't just be Chuachukang. Like, they cycle a thousand times. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but remember that time when when was it the show the reality show Amazing Race? Amazing Race came to yeah. Singapore and then they're like and Chuachukang. Well, no, no, they were like um and this challenge is about uh, putting the contestants into Chuachukang, which is not oh, really? just one but <laughs> eleven avenues and then like. <laughs> They made it sound like it was damn hard <laughs> to find your way to Chuachukang Avenue 11 like that. <laughs> and then you go there and then who do you see there? Chuachukang. <laughs> Singapore's the, the, the biggest Singaporean TV star. I was like, what the shit is this, man? Yeah, Chuachukang. Yeah, but yeah, it feels like there's a lot of potential for something to be to be disrupted, uh, to use the sexy term. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To disrupt the, the nighttime global sports landscape. Yeah. But yeah, la, yeah. So, but for me, la, F1 don't go without one last, one last, one one last hurrah. one last night, la, Yeah, one night stand. One last night, la. <laughs> <laughs> One last night. Yeah. One last night. All right. Cool. Um. But yeah. Speaking of yeah. Uh, things that happen in one night that suddenly get you know misappropriated to to celebrate uh. some other events, ah. 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 This is what our goofy topic is about, and what yeah, is it about? Um, it is about a couple who found out that um, a photo they took 
in 2017 during their wedding as a couple, both of them mm. standing together, was used as a prop um, in uh, a pop-up by People's Association mm. to celebrate Hari Raya. And yeah. what I mean by a pop-up is that within uh, HDB Estate at I think Radin Mas, yeah. there was literally like a stage, a mm. backdrop with uh, with an MP uh, Mr. Melvin Yong, yep, who yep. is the MP for Radin Mas. And alongside that, there was a cardboard cutout mm. of this couple with their faces removed yeah. so people could stick their heads in <laughs> and take a picture of them using uh, Malay wedding uh, Malay wedding costumes. Uh. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that thing where you see at, I don't know, Pasar Malams or mm. theme parks where there's Mickey Mouse and then you put your face in. Yeah, yeah. They... They did that to this couple and they didn't ask for consent. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. So so the the, the woman in the couple, um, Miss Sarah Bagrip, uh, yeah. posted on 28th May Friday that, uh, yeah, la, they, it, she literally showed the picture of that, that she took with her husband back in 2017 side by side with a cutout and it's yeah. undeniable. La. Yeah, it's the same, yeah. Yeah, and then she was just and, calling... And even the costume they were wearing, that was for like traditional... It has elements a wedding? of a traditional Malay wedding, la, right? Yeah. It's not about Hari Raya, la, right? That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So then she very eloquently pointed out that, okay, PA, which is People's Association, uh, which is an organization whose mission uh, is and based on what they've said, is to build and bridge communities in achieving one people, one Singapore, and mm. was established to promote racial harmony and social cohesion in Singapore. Mm. For them to do that, right, is fucking ridiculous. Like at first, I just thought they they use like their photo in a poster or something with their faces actually there, like. Yeah. But no, yeah. their faces were removed. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's it's like a portable racial harmony day, you know. Okay, yeah. let me let me let me be a Malay couple. <laughs> no, but but um, the f- this this person Sarah Bagarib, uh, the surname very familiar. Very familiar. Uh. Very familiar. Yeah, Who's Bagarib? Uh? Who's Bagarib? Uh, don't know. Whether I mean, we know. We know a Bagrib, right? We know a certain Muna Bagrib. Yeah, don't know whether related, um, but don't know whether related. But don't looks know whether related. She got certain facial features that I thought, oh, okay, reminds me a little bit of. Mm. of, of Why? Because all Malays look alike, is it? No, 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 no. I'm talking about facial features. <laughs> so I'm talking about anything that, uh, that cuts okay, across okay. race, like teeth and uh, everything. Like your okay, teeth, okay. your teeth not white, lah. Your teeth white, right? Nah. Uh, so uh, what? I look like anyone with white, white teeth. People, is not it? only white people got white teeth, lah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, la. uh, but yeah. you're saying all people with white teeth look alike. No, la, you're I'm saying just saying the, the, the way the teeth are shaped and everything, the mouth and uh, the teeth, that's okay, different. Okay. So, but anyway, okay. the, the, yeah. Yeah, so the crazy thing is that, the, um, uh, I mean, they, they already came out and apologized, la, right? I think the, the mm. PA came out and said they have unreservedly apo- uh, uh, apologized. Plus, the, I think the MP Edwin Tong also apologized in a separate email. To, to her and, and uh, I don't know who else because she uh, reached out to them uh, she, yeah, she reached out she reached emailed out to them and then but yeah. um, I mean but a lot of people still like very pissed off and everything do you think that the, the, the apology was was uh, well written and enough I mean the apologies it didn't seem like oh you know uh, we are sorry if you felt this way or something they literally said mm. stuff like this should not have happened this mm. is against the policies which have been put in place. We have spoken since with the vendor. And I think generally it was okay. But the one thing they did, which I don't understand why, is that in the second paragraph, they said Radin Mas constituency office had engaged a, ven- a w- vendor, Warabi Enterprise Art Studio, to design and put up Hari Raya decorations. Mm. And it's almost like, 
do they do they need to name the vendor? Ultimately, they would have signed up, signed off on it, right? Yeah. And I just feel like it's 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 another instance of the vendor being like uh, thrown, thrown under, under the, the bus, bus without having any say at all, uh. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So right. yeah, that was my thing about it, lah. That that um, I think when you're trying to apologize and then after that, in the same breath you're trying to sort of like lessen the blame on yourself by deflecting it to someone else and all. It just makes it feel less sincere, lah, right? Mm. As opposed to saying, mm. yeah, you know, this is us, this is under our charge. We we oversaw it. We worked with a vendor, but we weren't not gonna name him because it is still under our is our responsibility, that kind of thing, mm. lah, right? Mm. Uh yeah, then and and then I also thought like um the other thing that a lot of people are are saying, like commenters are saying oh, is that this is what happens when you don't have diversity in your team, no? No one mm. then people are very um they're oblivious to anything that would seem actually is culturally insensitive. Uh, mm. and, and that's why I felt like the apology also failed to address that in terms of just, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously you you, you can just, you you would probably, people still say you're paying lip service. Like even if you say, oh, we have a very diverse team and we believe in multiculturalism, blah, blah, blah. But you could also mention that, um, you know, about what what steps you're taking la, to help your staff better understand these kind of things, these kind of situations. Maybe we are, you know, we're going through, a, we're doing a course or something like that or about cultural sensitivities or talking to someone, you know, from, I don't know, uh, Muis or something like that about how I we mean, could have done this better. You know? They did say we will take steps to guide and help our staff as far as possible, external vendors as well. Again, yeah. talking deflecting external vendors no, to be yeah. more culturally attuned and sensitive. But but that's why I say that, that, that they need to be specific about the steps yeah. they're going to take. Because uh-huh. like, remember when we, we spoke to aware as well, and then we asked them out blank, uh, 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 we point blank like, how does someone who is accused of you know Me Too sexual harassment or something, how do they ever find their footing again, like, Whether on social mm. media or in life in general, and 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 they say it always starts with a sincere apology, uh, and and no no contrition and no arguing about what was the truth or and things like that. So it's a sincere apology, but after that also being very clear is what steps you're going to take to, to, to try and remedy the situation, right? Like, mm, like I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to do it. Especially if you're an institution that, that uses public funds to, to do all these things as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... so, so, so when, sorry, what? So when you, saw the, when you saw the apology from PPA, were you surprised or not? <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised. I was shocked. You were so surprised. Uh. You, you, Terrence, did, you need to you do didn't a, know. You didn't you know that Singaporeans are racist. Job, no. Chinese, privilege, do, uh, Chinese privilege. You need to do a better job of keeping your finger on the pulse of Singaporeans, no, Terrence. You I get, will take you, steps to guide and you help you. <laughs> you understand now why that, that question sounds very... makes people defensive. No, no, I don't think so. I just knew it would trigger a reaction from you. La. Is this something that every day when you wake up, then you're... Your I asked my you girlfriend. Talk to your girlfriend. Yeah. She asked you anything. They, oh, family speaking today. Are then you, you are you surprised? Yeah. Or not? Are you surprised? Are you surprised or not? Yeah. <laughs> this smug look on your face, like you just go. <laughs> I knew oh. this was going happening all along. <laughs> oh, you're surprised. Is it? Oh, yeah. It oh. is family's final year in power anyway, so he has to do this. <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, I would have expected better. You know, yeah. I would have expected better. <laughs> no, but the. <laughs> but the the thing about about this, like I mean, the biggest thing about this is you know we've had so many instances of organizations doing mm. stupid things related to race. Yeah, like I cannot understand the process of this. You know, first of all, it's it's weird on multiple counts, right? First of all, yeah. you're using 
You're assuming what uh, uh, is worn for a Malay wedding is similar to what they wear for Hari Raya. Okay. You there, are was, there was ignorance. Uh, that one they, they don't know. They just assume. They don't know. Right. But that was a fucking stupid. Uh, you they, know, they, the fact that it's going to be in public, right? Maybe they just um, asked. Maybe there was uh, the vendor. There was uh, someone who's Malay working and they asked him, hey, you know, is this what people wear for Hari Raya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. You know. Yeah, so so I mean, there are many ways that that, that could have come about. Mm. But then the second thing is they they took this photo which obviously was not on a stock image library or yeah, something. Yeah. Maybe they Google what Malay people wear for Hari Raya. Yeah. Then it came out on Google. First yeah. of all, they say also that from an online source. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? What, Instagram is it? Instagram <laughs> is an online source of your photos, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's another thing. And then to remove the identity of these people, mm. like just, it feels like it's really like, when I hear uh, that, that phrase, you know, they are just using it as like, oh, you know, this this Indian dance is used as a prop, it's culturally appropriated. Mm. I think this is probably the best example of appropriating something. La. It's not just, yeah. it, it just feels like, what what the fuck? Like, just because you, you stick your head in, yeah. it's really like, it's like a racial harmony uh, starter kit. You yeah. know, like, oh, let me be Malay or, or Muslim and then wear this. Yeah. Put this, uh, put your head there. I mean, uh, it is just, um, it is when someone, when someone just takes your, photo and uses it in a way that it wasn't intended for like, right mm, yeah. that it's just it just feels like a very gross violation of your your basic I mean, rights uh, and this is your wedding yeah. day like you know they took your wedding day photos like, right yeah I mean speaking of which okay like it wasn't our wedding day but there was a picture that you and I took for our own mm. uh, hiring drive previously yeah 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 right? correct, correct this was I think 2017 that, yeah. that it was just me and Terrence against a white wall looking yeah. up into a blank space and we photo uh, took a photo of like me and Terrence in the lower half and then above yeah. that we put the text we are hiring yeah. and then there was a, a LinkedIn post mm. by a certain Maya Grossman mm. and I'm more than okay to say her name publicly because it is a public profile on LinkedIn yeah. who is the VP of marketing at Canvas you know ex-Google Microsoft yeah. best-selling author startup advisor all that those titles on LinkedIn mm. where she did a recruitment post mm. and she used that fucking picture of yeah, us. Yeah. Assuming and that it I was mean, like some kind of generic, it's a generic hiring post yeah. or something there. Yeah. And then people were like just lauding her. They're like, oh my God, such a good picture. You know, and she's like, you know what? I just needed something to, to you know, that really captured what I was thinking. And even mm. I commented, I'm like, oh, hey Maya Grossman, that's an awesome picture. Can I find out where you got it from? Yeah. And she hasn't responded lah, but the picture is still I'm up there lah. Yeah, yeah, the picture is still up there. Uh, I'll put a link we'll put in the, link, in the link. description. Everyone, everyone, I mean, everyone. Just it, ask. Yeah, just ask. Just ask lah, <laughs> because it it is us. If you do, if you if you like, I mean, maybe it's not us. Maybe it's two people who really look like us. But it's worth asking lah. That's what I'm saying lah. I don't. We're not saying yeah. dox the person or what lah. But it's worth asking if it's if it's us lah, right? I think yeah. I think it's us. I think it is us, and I think it is a misappropriation of our picture. I mean, it and my it our image us. to hire <laughs> for another company. So yeah, you know, and to claim credit that you fucking yeah, I'm looking at it now. There were <laughs> two hundred and forty-five comments, you know, and people are saying, uh, like, let's see, yeah, uh, yeah, even someone on my comment, uh, someone said, I hope approval was sought, um, and. Because they kind of realized like that they took it without our 
our consent. Yeah. And someone said, Maya Grossman, with a recruiting photo like this, I can't imagine folks scroll past without checking out the post. <laughs> and then, you know what she replied? That's the marketeer in me. I had to get your attention. <laughs> so, and this is not even our wedding day, you know. It's just yeah, me yeah, and Terrence. Yeah. One day, we're like, we need a photo for our hiring uh, yeah. post. So, if it was our wedding day, fucking hell, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it feels... Um, like, imagine if... I mean, I don't know what she... That they're building or what, lah. But let's say they were building something that we don't we don't approve of or what, right? You know? Mm. It almost seems like we have, we become... Overnight, we become spokespersons for their product or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's not it's not a fair use of our image. Lah. Just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that you can just take it and use it for whatever you want. Lah. Um, but that's it. Lah. I think... Uh, uh, you know, at the, at the, I mean, because unless you're using it to discuss like Ministry of Funding or something like that, then I think that maybe there is a fair use doctrine, like, right? Like, like mm. I mean, for our thumbnails, when we are talking about a certain topic, we use a we use an image of the person that we're talking about, like, right? Mm, that, that's, that's where true. certain things about fair use come in, like. Uh, but and if you're, you're using it for recruiting for your own firm and it's nothing to do with us, then yeah, I think then it's a bit of a it's a different story. Yeah, yeah that is a good point. Like fair use ultimately. Like, the if you're selling a product or or kind of like not doing any commentary on the piece of content at all, mm. yeah, like that's not fair use, la. Yeah, so that's but, not fair use. But going back to this one, I felt like um, you know, anytime I've seen these cutouts and all that, usually it's animated creatures or animated people or something like that, Right? Very mm. rarely I see like they actually cut out like real people's faces and then ask you to put in there and all that kind of thing, uh. Cause, cause I, I, I don't know. It just, just feels like, um, yeah, like there's so many ways that it could be offensive if you use a real person's photo and all that, right? Yeah. And, and whereas an animated version is a bit more, you can you know, take out certain things that might be deemed offensive and all that, lah. So it's mm. just um, yeah. You know, I mean, if you, if you have a budget for this kind of thing, just hire someone to draw something simple, and then and then print it out and and, and all that, lah. Don't 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 don't. Don't be so cheap. You know, you spend so much building, you spend so much printing a giant photo of your of the MP, but then you can't even pay a you know like a, a, a you know pay someone to illustrate something for you, something simple and yeah. it won't get you in trouble. You know, no. I mean, what what you said is a good point, like that Most of these times, these cutouts are kind of like of figures that you can never. Uh, recreate in real life uh, you know yeah. it's like a Thor body or yeah. like Incredible Hulk or something yeah. this one is just a co- ethnic costume yeah. fuck exactly. like, like, like I think if you wanted to showcase a very beautiful costume that was designed by somebody you, you put it on a mannequin or something like, right yeah um, then, 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 then that's okay but then when you make it a bit like a funfair thing and you can put your head in and pretend to be you know wearing something from another another culture that, that that's that's where you know all the people shouting cultural appropriation will come at you with pitchforks, huh? And this one really is cultural appropriation. Like we have had many episodes where we talk about you know wearing the red Indian uh, feather yeah, yeah. feather feather headgear or yeah. you know like that shop bag uh, yeah. video. But Correct. this one is really like fucking this. If there's yeah. a cultural appropriation in a dictionary and there's an image beside it, this would be this it. Probably like. it because yeah, I agree that the fact that you just cut the face so that someone else can put their face in for a few seconds and then take a <laughs> <That's> cute <laughs> photo to pretend they are like wearing your, your culture's clothes. Is yeah, it's just not a nice feeling, right? 
Yeah, because if someone wears a sari, for example, at least they would have had to figure out how to wear a yeah. fucking sari. It takes effort. Right? They had to buy the sari. You know, they had to... This one is literally, oh, you know, I want to be another uh, race or culture. Yeah, boom. Okay, take photo, done. Yeah, yeah. Woo! So, yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe it's not even just about the fact that they're misappropriating a photo. It's just that, you know, it's a... Where any culture or cultural wear or things like that, you know, maybe they shouldn't be so uh it's so, it shouldn't be so casual about it also lah, right yeah exactly yeah. and i guess just coming from pa it's not like some small company run by a bunch of ignorant people it's from pa mm-hmm. people's association yeah come on guys come on come on let's do better come on do better do better do better i mean i saw some of that i think it was kirsten han commenting and i don't know that phrase is always like do better i'm like it's up there oh. it's up there with does this surprise you <laughs> eh, fuck off lah, okay. Comes from, place, reply, comes from a place of knowing everything, <laughs> right? right the same thing. Maybe, maybe I should reply Kirsten Han like saying, you know what, Kirsten, does this surprise you? <laughs> does it? Does it surprise you, Kirsten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, does same it surprise you? But, but yeah, I, yeah, that was a uh, two interesting topics. Mm. Um, now time for our third segment, which is our one short comment of the past few days. This one, yeah, this one, I, I, I would like to go first. Lah. I think... Okay, sure. There was a very, Excited, very interesting... are you? No, I mean, this is a very interesting mm. comment that mm. um, was on our YouTube, on our... on our one of our videos about the SMRT feedback, um, mm. that, that particular podcast. Which one Which one was the SMRT feedback one was? Uh, 162. Um, mm. Tofu Ball, three days ago. After mm. listening to so many episodes, it's safe to say beyond all the jokes... I genuinely hope Terence can be less mean to Harish by the words and comments he says, man. Loads of personal attacks, especially being called close friends. Part 2. Kudos to Harish for being the bigger person most of the time, still trying to be respectful at the best he can. My point of view. Maybe it's just a internet persona you guys portray. If not, damn. Harish deserves, deserves better, I don't know. Anyway, love the podcast. And uh, smiley face lah. So yeah, I mean, uh, I just like um, uh-huh. I know I know this one is Harish's girlfriend, Steph. That 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 yeah, yeah. Can put it out here. <laughs> oh, okay, don't give me this bullshit. Okay, don't. Oh, I don't know which my girlfriend which is Harish's friends or or, or no no or no. One, that, that he Terrence, got the once in a while but Once ball, in a while, you, know, you have uh. to put put a name to yourself, lah. You know, cannot. Don't just throw hey, away hey, account like this. Terrence, also, Terrence <laughs> once in a while, lah. You know, there's no smoke without fire, lah. Okay. <laughs> There's no smoke without fire. Sometimes you just need to look into a mirror and reflect, lah. Okay, mm. you know. I reflect. I reflect. That's why. That's why I asked you earlier this podcast about the whole, about the, the the microaggression, the the whole. Are you surprised by this kind of thing or so, lah? You calling that <laughs> microaggression? You know how passive aggressive you were in pointing that out, no? I really am the bigger man for tolerating your bullshit, lah. But yeah, I, mean, I I I really had a good laugh like, when I read the comment because I was like, I'm trying to guess which of Harish's friends wrote it. Like, <laughs> don't, <but laughs> don't give me this bullshit, okay? If anyone listening feels the same way with to- the same way as tofu ball, is it tofu ball? Yeah, tofu ball. Correct. Tofu ball. Tofu you know, ball. just 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 put something in the Reddit. Put something on YouTube. You know, we need to we need to show Terence that it's not just a one-off comment. You know, there's a smoke hovering above a forest fire that is happening in my soul. I mean, you know what they say about tofu, right? What? Soft. 
That is good for soft. health. Eh. <laughs> Fuck off lah. Strawberry. <laughs> See now, Strawberry now, now you're flake. now, now you're taking personal attacks on tofu ball as well. No, no, no. But but I mean, uh, but everything, everything you hear you hear on this podcast is a, is a is is yeah lah. I mean, I I think it's we've gone to that point. It's 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 comfortable to if we talk about something on the podcast, you can be pretty sure we also talk like this in real life also lah, right? Yeah, so that means that means what you're saying, tofu balls comments carry over in real life, uh, that you're you're that you're not a good friend. Uh. No, but what does it mean to be a good friend? To not tell someone <laughs> the truth. <laughs> hey, to, hey, not, to not when they are being now, when giving the, they're showing you microaggressions no, 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 no. and then you tell them the, Do you do you think that microaggression that you use on everyone is no, necessarily see, the see, best now, way to do it? Now you are coming up with your normal way of justifying uh unpleasant behavior, Terrence. Unpleasant. Okay? <laughs> unpleasant behavior. Okay. Unpleasant behavior. Look at your evil laughter. Oh my god, oh my god. This, this <laughs> comment really cracked me up. Like, I don't know in just a funny way or maybe I'll go and reflect tonight and, and see how I feel. Yeah, like yeah. That. You should. You should reflect tonight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You should reflect tonight. Yep, yep. Yeah. So so my comment is from Reddit. Yes. And it was on our podcast number uh it was the one about the tray returns. I will I'll come up with the number in a bit, but it was uh, from Woolala channel. And basically, we were talking about how the 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 fines for returning not returning trays and how to encourage people to return trays. And and the comment is, I have been a hawker for ten years and have experienced mm. enough of this tray nonsense. Mm. The problem is the diners have developed a habit of someone cleaning after them. Mm. However, you put the same diners at IKEA food court, they will quite quite return their tray after eating their chicken wings and meatball. Mm. So I just thought, because I think we did talk about how. You can't really blame the cleaners. You mm. you can't really blame the store owners and and this sort of Wait, blame blame the cleaners. When do we blame the cleaners? Oh no no, has in blame the the cleaners for the the outcome that resulted in having to put fines la, Oh know? okay okay yeah. It's yep. it's it, the the putting the fines really puts all the responsibility on the diners. Correct. Uh, and not really putting responsibility on the people who run the food courts. Who mm. run the hawker centers and all that, like. mm. And I thought, hey, this is actually an in- interesting perspective, and and yeah, me like it would be cool to to even talk to talk to this uh, gentleman or lady about the perspective of a hawker, Because mm. it's something that I find so interesting. But I don't know, like whenever I see those videos talking to hawkers or profiling them, it's never in depth, la. Correct, correct. No, right, so wait, I, I'm trying features. to I'm trying to understand what 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 you're saying. They're saying it's a. It, the, the, this this comment is saying that it's the fault of the operators or of oh, the yeah, yeah. food court I mean, or what? I mean, basically, like I I thought that was an an interesting thing about uh how the diners developing a habit of someone cleaning after them. Mm. It's 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 not say. It's uh, on the diners, right? That's on the diners, right? No, not really, because he his next part was that if you put them at an IKEA food court mm. where. Diners have not developed that because the IKEA food court has been around for shorter than the hawker center or the and mm. the culture there is that you better return your tray, mm. you know. And and I think that was what I took away from the comment like that that it is okay. Diners are responsible, but also the the running of the place, the establishment mm. itself, and the, 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 the way they like, set up. Like we always say, like the infrastructure of of how easy yeah. it is to return and how whether you get reminded to return your tray and all that, right? Yeah, exactly. Because if you think about IKEA, they have the trolleys, you know, you mm. slot in the trays, correct, which correct. by virtue of that makes it easier to return the tray. So maybe in future hawker centers, coffee shops, maybe you need trolleys like, because carrying mm. like five trays or something is hard. So mm. I just thought, yeah, actually that's that's an interesting perspective which which is something I, I can't recall if we... No, I think we did talk we did, about, about did. how it... 
it yeah. shouldn't be just on the diners, lah, right? Yeah, we I think we mentioned like, oh yeah, maybe having more tray return centers and the fact that yeah. there have been tray return centers built but they're not even used and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought, okay, that this is hearing from someone who uh seems to really have hawker experience, like which mm. I thought was an interesting perspective. Yeah, because it's also, also it's, it, yeah. I think it also like talks about like what are the the people running the place, uh what are they instructing the cleaners to do, like, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Are they instructing them to just clean up after people, or are they instructing people to remind people to clean up and and, and all that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. And I guess thing. it's always interesting to hear from people who are in the industry that we cover a topic about, mm-hmm. correct, correct. Rather than just us from the outsider's view. Yes, that's true. Correct. Cool. Cool. All right, and then now the final segment, the one short thing of the past few days. Yeah, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, my one short thing is something that. I saw, because um, you know, recently there was an announcement that Grab is gonna um, increase their one dollar uh, by one, increase their fares by one dollar or something, right? Yep, yep. Um, about just the, just about. I mean, they tried to package it in a way that was more PR than anything. Mm. Um, but I like how Comfort Delgro, which was the incumbent that you know for the longest time was slow to move to the online taxi booking and stuff like that mm-hmm. they they had a specific visual that says that said no fare increase and the first line is we are not increasing our fares any increase even one dollar can just be too much to bear in times like this mm. and i thought and then they just described why not and i thought hey fuck man like this actually makes me want to take comfort they'll grow over grab because grab over the past years has just been like this this entity that is becoming too powerful too big too all-consuming and having too much right. leverage like so so i saw this i was like hey fuck this is pretty dope man because for the longest time you know comfort Delgro felt like a a dinosaur of a company that is just struggling to keep up with this online thing and mm. when they post a marketing thing on like this i thought hey fuck that is cool man let's throw in some shade man yeah yeah no i mean uh, yeah, so i thought that was pretty cool it's true like, and i i think the grab increasing the fares or so they didn't put a lot of the uh, the fine print in there that this this the increased um what the dollar that you are giving that you think is probably going to the driver is only going to the driver for a month or something like that. And then after mm. that they will start charging commissions on that dollar again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because so that was one of the reasons, right? The need to improve driver earnings as correct. a reason. Yeah. So so then you read the fine print, you're like, yeah, hey, fuck this is that grab trying to do yeah. now they've reached a point where they've gone public, right? And yeah. It is a different beast already, Different la. beast. La. I mean, they they have no qualms about doing the, about squeezing every every cent they can out mm. of you already, lah. Mm. Uh, that exactly. said, I'm still I'm st- I'm still a Grab food user. You know, I'm still a mm. Grab Grab rider user, but uh, mm. we 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 start to see the issues with, when when there's no competition and and it's mostly a monopoly and everything already, lah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Okay. La. Let's just try and support the, the the second best one. Um, mm. but uh, shit! I totally forgot what my one shot thing was supposed to be already. Uh, mm, see, you don't have your tabs. No, no, no! I was just looking at it like five, five minutes ago, but I totally forgot what. It, oh no, 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 no! I haven't forgotten. Sorry, it's um. There's this uh, restaurant that I I I I went to recently, and it's it's been a while since like I've eaten something that has really like just blown my mind because in the sense that I never knew that these two to, these two ingredients together could be so fantastic. 
So there's this uh, Taiwanese restaurant or eatery uh, in, mm. Red, in Red Hill uh, called mm. uh, Abundance. But it's meant to be a pun on abundance. La. And mm. um, I think it was set up by a couple of uh, Singaporean ex-Tin Taifung chefs or something like that. So they, they mm. do, they specialize in Taiwanese cuisine. So you get your usual uh, uh, fried rice with pork chop and, 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 and you know, noodles and eggs and stuff like that. And, and that's all done very well. But the one thing that really blew my mind was when they, they have this thing where they take the, you know, those Chinese buns, the, the, mm. when you eat the, the pork bun, the kong ba pao, the kind where they wrap. It's like a, it's almost like a wrap like that, but it's a very thick Chinese bun, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, they I know. Take I know. That, yeah. They take that bun and then they put in um, a piece of, a fat slab of fried chicken. And then mm. with like some mango, mango slaw, or mango salad on it to give it a tangy taste, lah. And then mm. they call it the um, crispy chicken bun, a CCB, and mm. it's it's fantastic. And they used to, I think, because the restaurant is quite new, so they used to only serve it from happy hour and dinner onwards. But now because they're doing deliveries during this period and doing they're doing takeaways and deliveries, so they actually allow you to buy it for lunch and all. And uh, mm. yeah, it blew my mind. La. I never knew these two things, fried chicken and oh, really, eh? Chinese buns coming together could be so magical. La. But it's really good. La. So oh, fuck, um, no, I'm hungry. Sir. Yeah, if you're in Red Hill, uh, or actually you just look them up. La, abundance. They deliver, they deliver. I think they, they do some limited deliveries now and they're on Grab, also limited to your, your where you are. But mm. but I would highly suggest doing takeaway because uh, I think they're quite popular right now. Because after, I think one I see, of the... One of the food blogs blogged about them. Then I went to check them out. Then they told me, oh, if you just walk in, there's a 45-minute wait for takeaway. I was like, okay, forget it. So so, so mm. I, I actually pre-order and I, I go and pick up the food and all that now. But it's worth, see, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. I see. It's not oh, a sponsored cool, it's not a sponsored post, but it was just it's just so mind-blowing that I just had to talk about it. Wow, not bad. Last last episode, our, one of our one shock things, our guest was the a food thing. Now it's a food thing. Our hmm. guest, what do you mean? Remember Noah? Noah, his oh, one, yeah, one yeah, of his yeah, one yeah, correct, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, correct, correct, yep. Yeah. They need, they, I mean, the, now it's tough, tough time for, for restaurants as well. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So support where you can, man. Yeah. Especially the local, the smaller players. Uh. Yeah. Cool, cool man. All right. All right. Cool, cool, Thanks cool. Thanks for listening. And if this podcast has made you smile or done anything to tickle you, please share it with at least one person yeah. who may not have heard of us. Yeah, and I, I promise I'll try and be nicer to Harish. Also. He's a liar. <laughs> He's a lie. All right. <laughs> All, All right. right, okay. Peace. Okay.